We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hi, this is Stephanie Callahan, and you're listening to Me, Myself, and I Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, Hip Hip Hooray. This is Me, Myself, and I Radio, a self-discovery podcast. It's all about being extraordinary under extraordinary circumstances. I'm your host, Anthony Hayes. Welcome to the journey called life. Let's go. Sometimes in life, things can come across as rather odd or often peculiar, a little like the way that you decide to tune into other radio stations other than ours. enjoyed that introduction song that is love struck robot coming through again with the tunes this time with do it all for the dream head on over to lovestruckrobot.com or download that on itunes right now good morning good afternoon hip hip ray me myself and i radio tribe it's anthony hayes me myself and i radio got another fantastic person with me today for you to just listen to all the goodies and wisdom and just, oh man, I can't wait to get into this. We've been trying to get this together for so long. And, uh, you know, it's funny because at first I only knew of my, my guests and I always, I only knew of their myself element, which was, you know, obviously the present, you know, the person that we see every day. And, you know, my co-pilot on today's journey of self-discovery, uh, it's just, it was a fascinating find because what I found was that the more I began to dig deeper, I uncovered an amazing story of both obstacles and victory. You know, like a warrior in the midst of battle, her armor grew weak at some points, as it does for all of us. And one thing never wavered, that was her spirit. She remained strong, unbreakable. Stephanie Callahan, let's get into me, myself, and I, shall we? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Yeah. So, Steph, Steph we're here today with you. And, you know, there's there's so much stuff that I want to talk about. I read a whole bunch of information about you. And just to see the journey of self-discovery that you've been on has been, like, inspiring. And it took my knowledge of you as a person and it just transformed it into this amazing being. And I'm just so thankful to have this relationship with you over, you know, just the past few months. It's kind of new. So just uh, thanks so much for being here today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to be on. Very cool. T today, it, you're just, I mean, 
you've come a long way. There's been a lot of trials, tribulations. You were in corporate America, um, you know, but today you're a business vision catalyst. Is that like the official title? And what, what exactly does that mean? You, you kind of just roll with it. Let's see what, 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 what is, what does that mean to, uh, to you and to your business? You know, I intentionally chose moniker, title, descriptor, however you want to put it, uh, that really encompassed what I believe is possible with the work that I do with my clients. Um, everyone has some kind of vision that they want to fulfill when they think about starting a business. Uh, and sometimes they go down this path of life and path of business growth where they veer off of that course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because life happens, right? I mean, it, it happened to me. I'm sure we're going to get into a bunch of that in our conversation today. Oh, yeah. And frequently, people that have these really strong visions or, or goals with their business or what their business is going to do for their life, uh, they, they end up getting stuck in what I call a big hamster wheel where they're going mm. and going and going and not really getting anywhere. Yeah. And our work together gets them off that hamster wheel. And I intentionally chose catalyst because a catalyst is something that helps something else go faster. So, you know, when, when my husband lights the grill, he uses lighter fluid to make those charcoal briquettes light up faster, right? Uh, uh, yes. I, it's, I it's love a fire. Catalyst, right? <laughs> fire. And you should see me with that stuff. I just spray it all over the backyard. It's crazy. But anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. Don't light the tree on fire, okay? <laughs> don't, don't get it so big that you know, your yard lights up. But, but it's a catalyst. It, it helps something go faster. And that's what I do with my business. Um, I bring in a combination of modalities and how I work with people. So I do coaching, I do consulting, I do mentoring, I do training. I even do some counseling, all kind of grouped together in how I work with my clients. So every single instance where I'm working with somebody is a little different, even if we're working on, say, sales, right? Uh, A lot of people I work with, I work with them on sales, but they're all coming into our arrangement with different needs. And so I pull out all those different modalities and whichever one fits the best for the person I'm working with, that's what I use. And that's why I don't, uh, you know, pen myself a, a coach or a consultant or one of those things, because I use all of those different modalities in the work that I do. And my goal is to help you get the best version of you out in the marketplace. Yes. Oh man. I love that. I love that. That was so eloquent and beautiful and refreshing. It's just, there's so many people out there that are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a coach and I can help you do this and that and the other thing. But to to be a catalyst, a launching point for somebody else who's kind of stuck and to get them unstuck, I think is a, a wonderful gift. And like you said, you know, there's so many different personalities, even if you're working on the same topic, every single person's going to differ. Well, and, and I'm, I'm not out to create mini-me's, right? I mean, there are some people out there that that are working that do really, really great work, and their work is to teach everybody what worked for them, right? It's this this uh, blueprint or cookie cutter. If you do these top seven things, then your business is going to explode. And that's really, that's not my goal. My goal Grr. is to create a mini-me. <laughs> That's just not, you know, the world has one Stephanie and really that's all that the world can handle is, is one Stephanie. What, what I want to help my clients do 
is connect to their true brilliance, connect to their full authenticity, because everybody I work with is amazing, right? So I'm blessed by everybody I work with. And why would I want to try and make them me? You know, I want them to be the best version of whoever they are and help bring that out. Yeah, that that's so wonderful. I think, you know, and that was a big topic, I think, at towards the end of this year. <clears throat> that was a big topic towards the end of this year. I when I attended the podcast mid Atlantic up in New Jersey was finding that authentic self. And I think for a lot of people, myself included, I mean, this it's a daily struggle for me to to just be able to be vulnerable, to have that vulnerability to really pursue the things you want to pursue, be the person you want to be without worrying about what other people or society thinks. I think that is uh, something we all struggle with. And and if you deny it, if you're listening and you deny that, you're um, you're just you're just one of those people, but it's only a matter of time before you break out of that shell and you really start moving in that that forward momentum, that evolution that we talk about on the show all the time. You know, finding your me, myself, and I elements. And as as everybody knows who's listening, the uh, the me, myself, and I elements. It's a part of all of us. It's our past, present, and future selves. So that's exactly what we're talking to Stephanie about here today. And just wait, just wait till you hear the rest of stuff that she has to offer because it's a wonderful, wonderful journey. In order to get to this spot here today, Stephanie, there was sort of a um, a path that you had created and then you kind of got deviated off that path for a variety of different reasons. You know, you were in corporate America, you were doing your thing, you have your family and then something happened. So bring us back a little bit in time. Let's get in our time machine. It's kind of, let's kind of see how you've evolved to the Stephanie we know today. Oh, time machine. Ooh, you know, moving back. I need to they, get like a, a little sound or a uh, uh, kind of a sound bite, right? A sound bite, yeah, for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have been through so many different wonderful experiences that have made me who I am today. And, and I emphasize wonderful because when you hear the story, it may not sound so wonderful. So I want you to know on the, you know, the, the present end of it, how I look back at it. Um, I did work in corporate America for a number of years. I worked with Fortune 50, Fortune 100 companies. And for a time frame, that was really good for me. Uh, but at a certain point, the company went from being privately held to to switching to being a publicly traded company and the corporate culture changed significantly. Wow. Yeah. And I went from a company that I honestly thought I was going to retire from. I really, really believed in it. I had a team of 250 to 300 people, uh, lots of responsibility at a very young age. And when the corporate culture changed, I went from a place that I really believed in to a place that left me physically ill on a fairly regular basis. It was pretty toxic. And, you know, fortunately for me, uh, I hit a a point of reality of what was going on with me because I was really kind of existing through life, going through the motions. I got a really good paycheck. Dude, I got a really good paycheck. So it was kind of hard to walk away from that. But I had Mm. an amazingly, amazingly supportive husband who saw what was going on and said, let's make a change, you know, let's do something different. And within four months of that decision, I had left my job, he had left his job, and we had moved two and a half hours south with a toddler in tow. (laughs) David was uh, in diapers at the time, he was just a little over two. So, you know, about the age of of your daughter, right? So Yeah, exactly. um, 
we, we made a big shift, new community. Um, my husband got a different job and I started Callahan Solutions. And for all intents and purposes, uh, that went really well. I was getting clients. I was working and enjoying what I was doing. Um, all the community support type activities that I didn't have the capacity to do when I was in corporate, I tried to do all at once <laughs> when I started uh, yeah. making things. So, so not only was I starting a new business and had a toddler, but I also decided to get on a number of different boards for organizations I believed in. I became a uh, rape, rape counselor, um, rape crisis advocate. Uh, so mm -hmm. when the hospitals had someone that had been sexually assaulted, uh, at two, three in the morning, it didn't matter. My pager would go off and I'd go to the hospital, um, to be an advocate for that individual, um, oh, as wow. they were going through the medical and legal procedures that happen, uh, when that occurs. And I decided to be a court appointed special advocate for kids that had been removed from their home by DCFS. So wow. I took on too much. <laughs> All those things were really important to me, right? Um, I don't doubt it. Back, giving back is such a big family legacy of mine. I, I come from many, many people that within my family, on both sides of my family, that were big contributors to the community. And that was something that was really important to me. But what all with all of those things that I did, there was a really important element that was missing. And that was me. I, I didn't take time for me. Bam. I didn't, I didn't practice self care. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't practice self love. You know, I was always driving to the next thing, you know, yeah, driving yeah. myself, driving myself, to driving the next yourself thing. nuts, driving yourself bad. Yeah. And I know, yeah. I think there's, there's so many people that can relate to that, you know, myself included with, um, you know, the, the past 10 years for me personally with just not, I guess it, it was more like not knowing how to care for myself just because mm -hmm. I was so like mentally not prepared and not mature enough and just so imbalanced in everything that I did that, you know, the depression really took a toll on me. And, um, you know, I can totally relate to those times of just breaking down and where your body just physically gives out as a result of some type of mental trauma or just exhaustion that you're going through. Cause I've, I've totally been there and, you know, to anyone who's listening, I think Stephanie, I know Stephanie is a true testament to the fact that no matter what you're going through right now, that there is something brighter in the future, as long as you keep pressing forward and you have a great support system as she did. So that's, that's so wonderful. That's a commendable journey. Um, you know, all the things that you've been able to accomplish and look back on, and to talk about here today, I think uh, a lot of people are really going to be inspired by. I know I am. I, I hit this point where in, in 2009, um, where I was told I wasn't C2010. And so that, that kind of hits you, right? <laughs> Mac truck, bam, you know, um, it, it woke me up, uh, because it wasn't, you know, people will, will hear me say that and they say, Oh, cancer? No. In my case, it wasn't. Um, in my case, uh, I had pressed my body too hard for too long. And I liken it to being in your vehicle, having your foot just flatten the gas down to the floor, having your foot also on the brake, 
having your emergency brake on and having your car in reverse all at the same time. You know, you, you'd burn your engine out in your vehicle if you did that. And that's what I was doing to myself um, because I wasn't taking care of me at all in the process in, in any way, shape or form. Um, from my corporate days, I still had an addiction to work. Um, I, I had this huge need to prove myself, to prove mm-hmm. my worth. Um, you know, if I grew up in the Midwest and, and frequently Midwesterners are raised to believe, you know, work hard and you'll get what you want. Um, we're, we're hard workers in the Midwest and that's a good quality until it becomes a bad quality. And for me, it kind of got skewed around, I have to work harder. I have to work harder. I have to work harder. And so all those awards that I won and positions that I was in, that, that was fabulous. But there was still something inside of me that said it's not enough. That was the first installment of two. Please tune in to hear the conclusion of the show right here on Me, Myself, and I. Every day... We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.